beautiful. You are listening to More Than a Crown, where you will learn, feel understood, and be encouraged alongside believer, child advocate, ice cream connoisseur, and former Miss USA, Sarah Rose Summers. Welcome back to More Than a Crown, you guys. I'm so excited that you are here today, whether you're on a run or at work, cooking in the kitchen. I'm just so thankful to be in your ears today, and I think this episode is going to be very beneficial for everyone listening. At least that's my goal. I'm going to be giving you little tips and tricks about how we can maintain and prioritize a healthy work-life balance. When I was studying child development at TCU in college in order to sit for my certification exam and become a certified child life specialist, there were various courses where certain segments of that course were solely focused on work-life balance. I vividly remember one of my test questions was actually, would you select blank or blank in reference to being a healthy work-life balance. It was these scenario options. And I think in that career, because it's medical-based and it can be so emotional, we were dealing with patients dying sometimes. So that can be really difficult to, once you leave the hospital, have that boundary and have the ability to turn off those emotions that may hinder your conversation with friends later or your sleep at night. So it was really important to focus on that work-life balance and having boundaries in the hospital workplace. However, it is equally as important no matter what you're doing. So for example, if you're in finance and you go to an office every day And then you're leaving the office. And thankfully, you have that physical boundary, right? Because you go from sitting at your desk or your cubicle to physically leaving. But what we have to think about and try to do is be able to flip that switch in our heads as well, not just physically that, okay, we're no longer at work. Maybe we got into a tiff with a coworker that day, or there was an account that you couldn't close, or Um, a presentation didn't go as you wanted it to. We need to be able to leave the workplace and stop fretting over these things so that our conversations with our friends at dinner or happy hour that night and our sleep aren't hindered. And this is much easier said than done, but I really want to talk about it in the aspect of what if work isn't a physical place What if it's on your phone? So if work is social media, maybe you're an influencer and you are working on brand deals, or if you manage other people's social media, you always have work in the palm of your hand. Your work is at your fingertips pretty much 24-7. It's not a 9 to 5, Monday through Friday. And I don't think that we talk about this enough because work-life balance is important no matter what career field you may be in. So today I'm excited to be giving you a few tips as to how I've been trying to improve my work-life balance, even though work is at my fingertips. And one of those things, you guys, if if you're like me and you travel a lot, it seems silly, but one idea I have for you to try to implement 
is if you know you're traveling and you're going to be with family or your husband or whatever that may be. Oh, wait, I guess husband is family. (laughs) That's still so exciting. Anyway, sorry to divert there. I'm just still giddy to be married. But if you are traveling, one thing I encourage you to do is, I mean, first of all, you know where you're going and you know who you're going with. And if social media is something that you feel may hinder the relationships or fully experiencing wherever you may be, I would prep your captions ahead of time. So for example, I give the advice to any Miss USA contestant that reaches out to me about how to prepare. I say, girls, y'all need to prep your captions because when you're at Miss USA or the same goes for if you're on a family vacation, you want to be present. And so how do you set yourself up for that success? One of those things may be prepping captions. You know who you want to thank. You can come up with ideas. Sometimes captions can be a hindrance, and we can really think about them for a very long time, and it's truly just a waste of your time, especially if you're in a beautiful place with wonderful people and you don't get experiences like that all the time. So prep your captions ahead of time, especially if you're a long, heartfelt, emotional caption writer. And if that's you, power to you. I love that. I love the intentionality of it. Keep it up. I want to encourage you with that because you never know if you're touching just one person with that emotional story in your caption, that could change their day or maybe even their life and their perspective. So go you, but prep your captions ahead of time before you're traveling or before a weekend, whatever that may be. That way when you're there, you can capture the photo And then before you go to sleep at night or whatever, if you have have a little break and go to the restroom real quick, you can add your caption that you had prepared to that photo, press send, go, you're done. That way you can be present in that moment because we don't. We don't do that. We take the photos. We scroll through all the hundreds of options, all the angles, all the lighting, and then you go to Lightroom or to whatever app you use to edit them, and you do the lighting and all that. And then you think, all right, now what's my caption going to be? And it can really be this long, drawn-out process, and it doesn't have to be, especially when you're with people. We don't want to end up spending – what could be quality time with others just staring at a screen and trying to make it perfect. Because newsflash, nothing is perfect, even our social media. And there's a beautiful piece in that. And when you can accept that for yourself and you can accept that for others that you follow, it relieves the pressure and it will let you have a more healthy work-life balance because you won't be as stressed about it being perfect. Another app that I think you should totally download and I have used for years is called A Color Story. A Color Story. The icon is a circle with the color palette in it. And what it is, is you can link it to your Instagram account. And like I said, I've used this for years, so I think it's very safe to link your account. And then you can put in other photos. And what that means is They're not actually going to be shared to Instagram, but it looks like a grid, looks like your Instagram grid. And at the very bottom, it is your current feed. About, mm, I'd say 16 photos of your current feed actually show. So you can reference what you've already posted and then move around drafts of other photos. So if you're listening and you're thinking, Sarah Rose, that was a horrible description. I can't picture what you're talking about at all. 
just go ahead and download a color story. I promise you it's helpful. That way, if you don't have current content, you can refer back to a color story and maybe you have put in some generic photos of you and your family or you and your animal, (laughs) your pet, or professional headshots, whatever that may be, that you can always just toss into your feed if you don't have current content. And the way that I keep track of those options for me is by putting them into a color story. And it's so helpful, um, especially if you want to make your feed look very cohesive. It's it's great at doing that as well. So you can see where things will lie if you post them next. It's a huge time saver because you don't constantly have to scroll through your whole photo library of thousands of photos to find something that could fit on your feed right then because you've stored all of your options in a color story. You can quick swipe to see what it would look like there. XYZ, so much easier. Okay, so if you are an influencer or blogger or a content creator, however you're calling yourself these days, and you're thinking, wow, Sarah Rose, this is actually a really good topic to start discussing and thinking about and making relevant in my life, a work-life balance, even though work is my phone 24-7 while I'm falling asleep, we need to create boundaries. So Maybe you plug your phone in on the other side of the bed. That way you're not scrolling and commenting and replying to things until you close your eyes and then instantly when you wake up the next morning and you're not even hardly awake. No other job can you even do that. (laughs) Um, You have to go to a physical place pretty much and start working. Nowhere else can you typically do it from your bedside. So you don't have to either. It's not going to change things. Take a few minutes for yourself. Have some quiet time in the morning. Make your coffee. Take a walk. Bring your animal out. um, Watch the news. Whatever that may be, prioritize some you time rather than just going directly to emails and DMs and all of that. And that can be hard, but you have all day for it. So don't do it when when you're in your bed. That just needs to be a sacred place for rest for you. Also. If you are making an income off of social media, heck yeah, go you. I love it. One of the ways I have started to force work-life balance is you're working with a brand and not only are you signing contracts and you're discussing payment and you're discussing content that you'll produce for them, whether it'll be on your feed or in your stories or what that's going to look like but you're also signing on to a certain timeline. So a brand will reach out and then they'll want you to submit your content for approval in maybe a week and then to be posted three days later after they approve. If you know that within that week you have family coming to town, you're traveling, you just it's going to stress you out to try to make quality content in that timeline, just simply ask the brand to push ask the brand. You never know. They might be willing to give you two weeks. Um, If you do have have like a big surgery or something coming up, totally feel free to let the brand in on that if you want to. You don't have to. I'm an open book. So if a brand reaches out to me and wants me to get them content within the week and I can't because I have X, Y, and Z, I tell them (laughs) what that is Um, just to kind of put a a real human behind all these emails, right? I'm a real person. I have things going on. 
I'm so thankful for this brand partnership and I'm so thankful and grateful and appreciate all the things that the brand is doing for me. However, I'm still a person and I have to prioritize mental health and I have to make sure that I'm thinking about my work-life balance when I'm signing on to these timelines to produce great quality content for these brands. So in the end of all of that, yes, we need to download the apps, prepare ahead of time. Don't be afraid to negotiate timelines with brand deals, but also guys, don't be afraid to say no. If you have multiple brand deals this month and you are content with where you're at and another brand offers you a deal, it's so hard, and I'm speaking from experience, to turn down a potential money-making opportunity. However, if we have to do that for our mental health and for that work-life balance, first of all, that's priority. Second of all, you can always ask the brand if they're interested in pushing pushing you into a different campaign the next month or whatever that might look like. But it's such an interesting untapped field. There's no rule book for social media as your job. And so I feel like because we don't have a set income every month, it's hard to ever turn down deals. But if you already have multiple and adding one more to your plate will definitely stress you out. I think we should practice saying no thank you at this time if you want to keep that partnership opportunity open for future opportunities. But right now, we need to focus on how to say no thank you. And one other way that I can advise you to prioritize this work-life balance is if you are making money and you are stable, but you are over flooded with emails and DMs, hire an assistant. I'm not in the place right now where I have an assistant. I answer everything on my own, but things definitely do fall through the cracks. Like my DMs, I'm horrible. My texts, the people that actually know me and the people that I love, I think that I have over 300 unread and open text messages. And if you're a friend or a family member listening to this, you're probably rolling your eyes because you know that's just like a so Sarah Rose thing to do. Um, But it's true. So if that's you and you have the means to hire an assistant to help you with your DMs or help you with your emails, it's definitely a great option. I know I have a lot of friends in the industry that have done that. And you can hire an assistant for however much you guys agree upon for per hour for maybe a couple days a week and they can practice your voice responding as you would and it can be such a help (laughs) in order to continue engaging with that audience. But I am excited for you guys to implement these steps into your life this week. Maybe just try one of them. Maybe you prep captions for your weekend. Maybe you Download a color story so that you don't have to search for content all the time in your old photos and the archives. Maybe you start reaching out for an assistant. But no matter what it is, I'm just so excited for you to start having more of a work-life balance. We've got to focus on being healthy or we're going to get burnt out. Thank you guys so much. Go ahead and head over to Instagram at more than a crown podcast and comment on the most recent post. Which of these tips were the most helpful for you? Maybe whichever was the most eye opening. I'm really excited to hear.